of the tribe insults. The Sunshine Patriot in a crisis shrinks from the service of their country. The winter is coming. Did you hear the call? Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your thoughts or convictions, you must be prepared for the hardships that come with the winter. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Join Odin and Tyr and answer Winter's Call. Hello and welcome to a new episode of uh, Winter's Call. I'm Odin. This is Tyr. And today we're going to introduce you to a new segment. <laughs> and we're going to call it a rage session. We're probably going to do it once a week, depending on how often people piss us off. So, I took the idea from 1984, uh, the book and the movie, where they wanted people to rage at their enemies and at uh, the people who were against them for a certain amount of time so that they could be more productive in society, and it helped, to, uh, it helped them to release their emotions. In 1984, it was a draconian effort to control people, and this way they would get it all out then, and the government wouldn't have to worry for uh, another week. Uh, we have more rage than that. Uh, some, of us, <laughs> some of us may say that we are freaking the Hulk, and you know when Bruce Banner in the Avengers movie says, that's the secret, I'm always full of rage. Some of us, <laughs> some of us have been accused of that before. So, I feel without, so attacked. Without further ado, <laughs> welcome to our weekly session of Rage. So, Mr. Tear, what has you pissed off today, this week, this month? Loyalty. And the fact that people have decided to take patience as a sign of weakness. That being peaceful is a sign to continue going on. We haven't talked a lot about this, uh, at least not publicly. Uh, you and I have talked about it a little bit, but one of the biggest reasons for, you know, we were going to do a podcast anyway, but one of the biggest reasons that it sparked off so quick was because we made a group of friends and then they decided when the going got tough to bitch out. Fair. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment. They decided to, that they wanted to make a deal with the devil so that the, the, the heat would be turned off of them. Uh, and it's funny because the whole thing, like the reason that they say they leave is because of drama. And and the fact that really what it was is we asked them to act like adults. Yeah. They they simply did not understand that we had come to the decision that it was better for us to take all the personal attacks and let them focus on us than to sit here and drag everybody else into it so that they would... To protect them is is basically the entire thing, our entire purpose. That we well, would take looking, all of the personal attacks for everything. Little did we know that there was snakes in the grass that were literally making deals with the devil so that they could belong to another group. Is hilarious to me. Uh, it's hilarious, but here's here's what I don't get. They did not understand that we were willing to fight our own fight. That we put the needs of a group. Above our own personal needs. Now, in case anybody's curious, there's an individual on TikTok that uh, apparently got mad uh, and decided to make death threats and was attacking me directly. And then he started attacking Odin. 
And we kind of blew it off. We responded once or twice, but then we just kind of blew it off because it wasn't worth it, right? Right. And we took an, a, a ration of shit, uh, an absolute ration of shit. We've been slandered. They have doxed us. They have called our, our families. They've doxed our families. They've called up our criminal record, which have fun with that. They've even went so far as to call my job and try to get me fired. And made up stories. Oh, absolutely. And it's still going on. Now, see, the fact of the matter is we've been off TikTok. We've been avoiding. We're like, you know what? We're going to be the bigger people. Well, you know what? Fuck being the bigger person. And I'm done. It's time for me to actually say this. And I want everyone to know this is raw, uncensored. I don't give a damn. When you make an obligation to a group, to a friend group, there is a, a level of trust, a level of loyalty that is expected. But there's also a level of you have to set aside your own fucking personal gratification and put the needs of the group first. Now, this isn't just about a family or a friend group and that we're bitter. This is how you can delineate between a, a summertime patriot and a winter soldier. You know who's got your back, who you can trust carrying forward. Because if they can't be expected to act like adults and handle the little things, how the fuck am I supposed to expect them to have my back on something else? Something that actually matters. I'm just waiting for you to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this was tears rage palace, but okay. Let's oh, no, go. no. I mean, let, let's be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm plenty pissed about it. I just don't, I just do not understand how people who, who know my history, people who I have told past personal dramas would then turn around and throw them back at me. On TikTok, something that was told to you in secret on TikTok would throw it out there and then accuse me of being the criminal and not the survivor. I don't understand that. The the level of evil that that takes, the level of pure pettiness and revenge to take my past, and I've been open with it. I've never hit it, the fact that I was a victim of child trafficking now when i was young that's not what they called it they called it something different right they called it sexual assault right uh even though i was sold for money against my will right okay fine now it's called child trafficking but to then sit here and go on tiktok where people not everybody knows my story and to sit here and accuse me of being involved in child trafficking that i'm trafficking children pisses me the fuck off on a level that very few people have ever seen me pissed off at. I know I haven't seen you that angry. You're usually the one that calms me down. This time it happens to be that I'm like, eh, hold on a minute. <laughs> we, we Maybe we shouldn't go full scorched earth. But I, you know what? We did. We did sit back. We did be the bigger people. We did our best to eliminate... The drama and the blowback on other people, people who did not deserve our trust or our consideration. Uh, unfortunately, that's a that's a trait that I'm sure be both you and me and several others share where we are defenders and it is what we do where because we don't let a whole lot of people close to us that the people that we let close to us become 
Very important. Like, more important than our own well-being. And when that trust gets destroyed, it is very painful and it makes me angry. But what pisses me off is that they waited. Like, I went on TikTok and I wrote personal messages to people that, look, I appreciate you defending me, but I don't want to see your account get banned. And I do not want to see... uh, I do not want to see friendships destroyed because one person takes one side and one takes the other. Please stop defending me. I love you for it, but stop. I'm done with TikTok. I will not, I will not retaliate. I will not give them the time of day. I will, I do not care. And those people, I don't know if they listen to me or not because I'm not on TikTok anymore. But that is why I left TikTok. And it wasn't due to anything that they didn't cow me. They didn't do anything. What pisses me off the most is that these are people who understand exactly what I'm capable of. Exactly what I can do. And waited for me to get off the platform before they opened their fucking mouth. And then they want to come after me. Do you think I don't have any friends, really, who aren't going to fucking come and tell me exactly the shit that you're saying? Not only that, let me point out something else. We taught these people how to do certain things we showed them tricks of the trade how to argue how to debate how to drive a point home how to expose somebody and then you're sitting there watching it get turned on you but it's twisted and you're like uh, really you're trying to save your own ass and it wasn't even that these people were really going after them what it was is we had a group of people now uh, most people don't know about my my previous marriage. Most people do not realize that to me, cheating is the lowest form of low when it comes to an interpersonal relationship, short of rape, short of child molestation. Those are those two I could set off on the side and say they are a special place in hell. But cheating is something I cannot stand. And I have made my stance on that very clear in our friend group. But what we have is a group of people that are trying to fuck everybody else, cheat on their spouses because they're not happy. And then suddenly go, oh, well, I got to hide this because if this comes out, then, then, then I'm in trouble. My marriage is going to be ruined. Although maybe you should have thought about that before you stuck your dick in some strange. But either way, I digress. Is the fact you tried to save your own ass from your own fucking mistakes and you turned around and blamed us for it. And for I'm what? okay. I'll, ta- I'll take all that heat. And when you're family, I'll take that heat. If you want to blame me, but you want to sit here and still say family and you still want to sit here and call claim a brotherhood you just you know you you got in something that i'll take that heat for you i don't give a fuck however you need to understand that you better be fucking family because everything that they say the when you make a deal with the devil you're gonna get dirty but if you piss me off remember that i have more info than the devil does and i can fucking destroy (laughs) you i can snatch motherfucking souls Yo, they sit here, they were talking smack when they didn't think that the, that we were listening or that our friends weren't listening. And they want to talk smack about how good we are at finding information and then accuse us for doxing. Quick little uh, lesson. Doxing is not looking up someone's information. Doxing is looking up someone's information and then publishing it. I never, ever published it. Be glad. Because it has to do with malicious intent. I don't have any malicious intent. And I didn't. In fact. So you can't accuse me of doxing. 
In fact, that particular <laughs> individual that they are going on about right now, that particular individual, the only reason we even looked into that information was to tell people, don't do it. And this is why. And it was done in a private setting. It's like, look, this is why you do not mess with these people. Right. It's not worth it. It was a warning. This is how they are connected. You cannot change. You cannot butt your head up against a brick wall and expect to go through it. Unless you're apparently in North Korea. That video was hilarious. But anyhow, I digress. <laughs> Sahir and the dude who headbutts the brick. That was hilarious. But you do not headbutt steel. We won't use brick wall. We'll use steel. You do not headbutt steel and expect to go through it. So when we tell you, hey, don't go after this person because they're connected. Hey, don't go after this person. This is why they're connected. I'm not doing it with malicious intent. It is a warning, period. But it should also serve as a don't fuck with me because I know everything about you. It is because I am a nice, happy, and I have my cherub-like demeanor that I am not. <laughs> hey! Fuck you. I am, Sorry. I, I, it is because of my cherub-like demeanor that I do not destroy you. It is because I understand that sometimes you feel that you're pressured. And I give, and I decided that I would take a month away from TikTok so that you could get it all out of your system and not worry about, you know, my videos coming up and sitting here and destroying you from the inside out. I know where you work. I know, you know, I know that information. It's, it's readily available. It's all public access information. And I did it because y'all doxed me first. You published See, my address. You published my last name. That's fine. That, that's fine. And, and I didn't retaliate. But I did need to be, I did need to defend myself. So I have them. Just waiting to drop them if I need to. So let's talk about loyalty. Wouldn't loyalty have some kind of level of, I don't know, discretion, decorum, some median level of fucking behavior? Well, right? the general rule of thumb in our little family group is that what is said in the group stays in the group. It doesn't seem like it's that complicated because there are times, let, let's be honest here, there are times that people get angry and they say something that they don't mean to. There are times when people will tell you something that does not need to get out. And there are times that you find something out that you really, you take to that person directly. Or, but that's what, or there are times where you just need to sit here and grab somebody in a group and go, motherfucker, can you believe, I am so annoyed and it could be, it could have nothing to do with the person you're talking about. But that person was the last straw, and you need to fucking vent. And you can vent in the security of knowing that that person is not going to betray you. <laughs> Guess what? They betrayed us. Well, and it's not even – would I even call it a betrayal? Because they never considered us family to begin with. It was only family when it was easy. It was only friends when it was easy, when it served a purpose for them. See, that's not what we did. What we did was we put ourselves on the line how many times? Repetitively, helping them out, cleaning up their messes. Yeah. Because that's what family, even though it hurts us, because that's what family, that's what friends do for each other. Yeah, we were willing to stand in front of all of this the this shit storm that occurred. We were we were willing to take every hit. Every arrow, every personal attack, even though it deeply pissed me off. 
and not say a damn thing. Why? When they got mad, they were like, you all were quiet. You all were quiet. I didn't want them in it because I knew the veracity and the evil of the other side. So we stood in front and went, hey, I'm your target. Come after me. You know what the most fucked up part is? You know the most fucked up part is? The part that just enrages me more than anything else? Our enemy couldn't even touch us. Our enemy ran from us nine times out of ten. We beat them in debates. We we beat them when it came to, to clapbacks. We beat them in content. Never a problem. But it was our own fucking side. That got butt hurt or got oh, offended, and, and now they all come together to form this legion of doom, the anti, <laughs> the anti our group, right? They they sit here, they all get together, and they all want to spread these rumors and horror stories about how evil really really are. Do you understand what evil really is? I mean, really, you know, it it reminds me of the same people who sits here and goes, "You're a Nazi, you're a racist, you're a Nazi, you're a racist." Motherfucker, do you know what actual racists and Nazis think? What real skinheads think? What real white supremacists think? It would scare the fuck out of you, and you would run home because they will fucking kill you. I know what real evil is. Uh, we've seen it on a regular basis. We have seen it. What What interests me about the whole thing is, like, it's the same. I'll take it one step further. It's the same as the rest of these summertime patriots saying, hey, I want to go to war. You've never seen war. You've never seen what it does to people. You don't understand the concept that in war, no one wins. Everybody loses. One side just loses harder. Right. Or it, or, or the whole, uh, you know, it, it's the whole, I'm persecuted. I'm persecuted. There's, you don't know what real persecution is. I mean, hold on a second. Let me let me ask you this. Is it persecution if you're being held accountable for the consequences of your own fuck up? Nope. No, that's not persecution, is it? No, I think me telling you, me telling you, you shouldn't be fucking around karma. on your wife. Oh, karma. So me telling you that you shouldn't be fucking around on your wife or you shouldn't be fucking around on your husband or maybe just maybe you should keep it in your pants and act like a rational adult is persecution. See, I don't care who's fucking who. I don't. I but, don't either. But when you sit here and it be, it, it starts to damage friendships maybe you should rethink that is the cyber pussy that (laughs) you're chasing worth the friendships that you have built apparently apparently it is yeah apparently (laughs) (laughs) i mean think about it apparently it is and we have friendships of of like in my case a friendship of over eight years down the drain for a stripper right I mean, come on, think about it. We have people that are bitter and angry because they couldn't cut it. They could not be in the group because they lacked the moral compass, the strength of the conviction, the actual giving a damn about this nation and realizing what it takes to be part of a group. Yeah, because it's not like we it's not like we didn't tell them, hey, or it's not like we told them, hey, I need you to take this bullet. Hey, I need no. you. I need you to sit here and go attack that person, you know, because they're bringing heat on me, and I don't want any more heat. No, all we did—that was us. All we did was tell them to shut the fuck up, to let it go, ignore it. That was it. 
We ask for one simple thing, simple thing, and that is to let us handle what's going on, ignore it, we're taking the heat, just let it fucking go. But that's apparently drama. That that right there, that right there is just, that's lies, that's manipulations, that's... So then they, then they make a deal with the devil, and we knew what was going to happen. We knew it. We, we had talked it. about it. The moment that they left, we knew what was going to happen. We called it. We knew it before that they would sit here and they would buckle and that they would sit here and realize that the heat that would come from them when we're not around. So they made a deal with the devil so that they could keep their dirty little secrets. And then the devil did what the devil did. Betrayed them. <laughs> and made a video I that mean- literally mocked them for the video that they did. And nobody in the new group that they're be- trying to be part of is actually believing them. They go on live separately and sit here and talk trash, straight up trash about the people that they supposedly were going to take the heat off of them. You broke your promise. What did you expect? It's like the woman who picks up the snake. Why did you bite me? Woman, what did you expect? I'm a snake. Do you know why we do not negotiate with terrorists? You do not negotiate with bank robbers. You don't negotiate. Why? Because when you give them something, human nature is, I want more. It's never enough. It's never enough. See, (laughs) here's the thing. We decided to take the heat. We decided to back off and be like, okay, we'll give them some time. We'll go ahead and throw ourselves into a project that we've already been wanting to work on anyway. And we'll see what happens. Let it all die down. We'll come back and we'll, you know, we'll sort shit out and be done with it. Right? We decided to be the adults. But. (laughs) But we can't be the adults. They won't let us. They keep wanting to drag us back in. They want to explain their side. But they didn't want to explain their side to me. They want to explain their side to you. And then they like, wanted, I don't get that. And I'm wanted, the angry one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they want I'm not going to even argue. But they, they want to sit here and they only want to explain because their plans didn't work out. Or they don't want to explain because they found out that people are feeding us information. I mean, okay, look. And I'm then not they have we're to any... justify their actions. That's the thing. So here we are. We sit, and we're we're off. But people keep sending us information, keep telling us things, and we're up to breast on it. But not that it really bothers us one way or the other. Until we realize that no matter what we do, no matter how big we act, no matter how much the bigger person we are, they're taking advantage of it. See, let me let me let me address this. I've done this in videos before. Now let me tell you. Tell me after this what you think. But people have this conception that a peaceful man is a man who is incapable of violence. When really, what it is, is a peaceful man is a man that is capable of untold acts of violence when it comes to his family, his principles, or his defense, but chooses not to. See, someone who is incapable of violence is not peaceful. They're impotent. Someone who's only capable of violence is nothing more than a barbarian cad, and they'll never amount to anything anyway. You're all sure in the short run they'll get something, but eventually they'll be destroyed. And you see things like, we tried to be peaceful. We tried to not let that animal off the leash, so to speak. Why can't they just accept it and leave us alone? 
because they require drama. There are people on this planet, specifically on TikTok, who require drama to thrive. They have to have it. It is a drug to them. And at the moment that the person stops giving them drama, they have to go find a new source. And that's exactly what happened un until the next thing. Once the drama was gone, that person went somewhere else and drug up new stuff. And people were feeding the people who needed the drama pieces of information to keep them keyed up, to keep them addicted, to keep them high. So they accuse us of stuff that isn't illegal, by the way, for those of you who sit here and are listening and uh, the camera's off, dude, they're not even going to know, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> okay. For, uh, see right. on the forehead. <laughs> yes. For people who sit here and say that cults are illegal, they are not by legal definition. They are not illegal to be in a cult. It is the actions of that cult. Nothing that we have done is illegal. And now, can I... it was only a cult as a fucking joke. I mean, who did not get that? Who did not understand? Like everyone watching it realized that it was the it was a clapback at someone calling me Charles Manson, saying that I was a cult leader. And I'm like, you know what? You should call me the Reverend, the Rod Reverend Chum Jones, and we'll go forward from here. And it was more of a statement, a joke. We got a bunch of people to get together, have fun. Yep. But suddenly, now that's illegal actions. That's just a stain on their record. I'm like, are you are you retarded? Are like are were you born this way or are you actually attempting to be this stupid? Right. Yep. That's it. Cults are illegal. Really? Please let me define some cults and you t by definition of what a cult is and you tell me if they're illegal. Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> No, not a cult. It's an actual organ. It's it's a recognized religion. A cult can be an organized religion. It can be a recognized religion. It just means that it is a belief outside of the mainstream practices. That is the definition of a cult, and it's not illegal. That is how most denominations ended up existing on the planet today. So you can get bent with that fucking cult bullshit. Seriously. Doxing you can't do. What are you going to come after me with? By all means, please. I have a lawyer on retainer. Come on. Because Well, one of these people is a lawyer. That doesn't make that doesn't make sense. One of these people is a lawyer, and you would think that of all people they would know that making a deal with the devil is bad. One. Two, that <laughs> this is a really stupid idea. You well, would think. Well, what's funny is that that group is fractured and splintered, and they are attacking each other already. And we didn't have anything to do with it. We didn't say anything. We didn't address them. We didn't make any videos. I didn't even block them. They blocked me. I didn't block them at all. And none oh, of them oh, reached wait, out. Wait, 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 none of wait, them wait. reached out. Nobody sit here and wanted my side of the story. Nobody wanted to come say anything. They just wanted to sit here and go complain to Chum. And I don't understand. I don't understand why they didn't want to come to me. 
Because well, it doesn't make sense. Of between the two. the two of us, I am the more peaceful. You're the one that might actually listen, not just bite their head off. Fair. I don't. But I'm, here, here's what I don't understand. If we're supposedly these big bads, right? The big bad evil guy. And you know this, then why would you f- pick a fight knowing that we would supposedly are these big bad people? Because they thought we were gone. They thought that we were so evil. Now, you know what? I'm not even going to excuse it. Here's what it is. They want to be the heroes in their own story. Most people want to be the heroes in their own story. Unfortunately, most people are NPCs in other people's stories. Or they are their own villains. They destroy themselves with self-destructive behaviors. They sit here and they destroy themselves because they are cowed by fear. They, they are their own worst enemies. And they will attack other people to be the heroes in their own story. However, I'm not the bad guy. As much as it hurts you, I am not the bad guy. Tear is not the bad guy. I'm an ass, but I'm not the bad guy this time. Agreed. But uh, I'll, I'll go with that. But but Odin, uh, let me just say this way. I mean, jokes aside, way to be absolutely bloody relentless in how you attack that. But it's it's ridiculous because you've got people, someone trying to hide their their love affair, and decided they had to be the white knight, and someone else is freaking out because if that love affair comes out, then. She ends up with nothing because, you know, in Texas, it's still illegal to be in. <laughs> infidelity is still punished. I didn't know anywhere that infidelity was actually a yeah, crime. No, it's actually, it's, it's not, it's not <laughs> like it's a crime. What it is, is like, if you go in through divorce court and they have proof that you've been, you know, non filial or however it's called, when you've been in, you know, Accused and, and proven of infidelity, you lose your rights for property, for alimony, for things like that. The court goes against you. Well, I don't wish any ill will on any of them. I do. I just want them to be, to leave. You know what? I'm, I'm going to steal a quote. I want them to have the day they deserve. Well, you mean... Okay, if it's a day they deserve, wouldn't that be elephant dick up the ass with the fan on, no lube, and serve a casserole afterwards? Yeah, I guess. No, I I don't I don't wish them ill will. If they drop it, I will never I will I will never think about them a second time. Period. It is within my nature to sit here and ignore people and shut them off. When it's you, not in mine, though. It's but, not in mine. See, I'm willing to let it go to a point, but when you prove to me that you're no longer capable of understanding a situation enough to leave me the fuck alone, well, then now you become a problem that I must deal with or you're going to be a problem in the future. I don't trust. I can literally count on two hands the number of people that I trust. That includes family. On, on two hands. When you betray that trust, you're dead to me. And I will cut you from my life and never think another thing of you. If you were to get shot the day after you betrayed me, I wouldn't mourn you. I wouldn't miss you. I wouldn't reminisce about anything. You are dead. 
Because normally, uh, and I agree with you to a degree, like when I burn that bridge, I'm more than happy for you to be on that bridge. But I don't burn a bridge that I want to cross again. And normally my, my aspect is that I, my outlook is that you're not worth the effort it would take. I'm not going to waste my time, my energy on you until you prove to me that you're going to be a problem. So tell me, if we leave TikTok, if we, you know, don't say anything, don't attack anybody, we're the bigger people, how are we still the villain? Oh. And what's interesting is it's not even it's not even just these people. Yeah, there's a group of people that rant. They try to cover their own skins and now they're getting screwed for it. There's a group of people that lied because they got butt hurt because they were proven wrong. There are people on our own side that Said something wrong, got called on it, got proved that it was wrong, had receipts to prove that they were wrong. You know what? They've proven what they are. But then we turn around, we look, and there are other people, people that we've helped in the past, people that we've helped lift up, we've built up, people that we've never had any contact with are suddenly just experts on the evil cult of chum, the evil cult of MDF, these, these bullies. They all want to be victims. They want to play the victim card because it's the trendy thing to do. Guess what? If I do not address you by name in a video, I don't care enough about you to give a fuck about you. I'd say that's about right. But you know that victimhood mentality? I'm going to go off on a tangent here for a second. That is what has pissed me off so much about Me Too, about Black Lives Matter, all this inequality bullshit. Because these people have purposely made themselves into the victim so that some hero or they could be the hero. And we just watch them lie, twist. And this is like in regular everyday life. Like look at the guy that... um, his daughter was was raped by the transgender guy back in June in the in the bathroom back in June, and then come to find out October fourth that the twink did it again. But see, you can't say anything about him because he's the victim. He's the oppressed one. No, he's a fucking sexual deviant. When did deviancy become the fucking norm? When am I supposed to keep my mouth shut and not help my own family, my own blood? When can I not protect my own child? Because it might upset somebody's feelings. See, that is my biggest problem, is the fact that people are unwilling to act because they don't want to offend somebody. Guess what? Be fucking offending. The truth is offensive. And I don't give a fuck how you feel about it. I'm glad we're done with that TikTok drama bullshit and rage, because boy, do I got one about the fucking government. Let's be honest, this motherfucker in charge right now is so incompetent, or he's a fucking genius, like I mentioned before, that he can score a zero on a goddamn test. Literally, (laughs) everything he does fucks America. Do you realize the number of people are going to fucking die this winter? Not because of COVID, not because of the fucking jab, but because they can't fucking afford their heating bills, or they can't afford their medicines and their heating bills. People that are going to fucking starve. The grid is going to go fucking down. You can't buy warm clothes. On and on and on it goes. Fuck that motherfucker. Fuck that Let's Go Brandon bullshit. Fuck that motherfucker.
All right, I'm going to take it one step further. What people don't realize is he's done this ever since he got in charge. It was little things. Things that people went, well, it may not matter, but I don't like it. Things like, oh, let's shut down the oil pipeline because some group of wannabe hippies is mad that it's destroying the environment. Have you seen the difference between a pipeline that is properly built and then go to fucking China and watch their goddamn refineries that we're supposed to be buying from because it's cleaner? Yeah, go figure this shit out. Apparently, it's more safe to transport it in trucks. <laughs> Excuse me? Do you know that the majority <laughs> of fucking crude wait, 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 and wait. petroleum products in this country are transported through pipelines already, motherfucker? Seriously? No, let's put it on a truck so we have all these people that are overworked, underpaid, driven crazy because they have the stupid fucking regulations that they got to deal with. And, yeah, let's attach fucking 10,000 gallons of fucking diesel fuel behind them and hope they don't fucking crash. Really? Really? That's such bullshit. <laughs> I, I okay. Let me let me see if I understand this correctly. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to put my head up my own ass far enough to see where the logic is. Wait, can I switch to video so I can watch? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so you're telling me that it is better and safer for the environment for me to have half a bajillion fucking trucks hauling this crap all over the place. By the way, burning fuel causing more pollution for what again? Well, you know, their ultimate goal is to get rid of petroleum products anyhow. But until then, let's ship it on a fucking freight liner across the ocean. Let's sell all of our natural gas to fucking... Yeah, let's sell all of our natural gas to fucking... England because we're going to make a buck. Fuck home. Fuck everything over here. Fuck any regulations to make sure that America actually has what it needs. But now suddenly the man after shutting everything down wants to go, "Hey OPEC, could you pump more oil? Uh we may need to actually open up our oil fields or our oil reserves here in the United States because I might have fucked up." Do you know what I always find is funny in this this uh conspiracy theory? I know we did that last time, but this conspiracy theory doesn't get enough Air, and I think it should. In October of or December of 2019, the United States became energy independent for the first time. We've reached all time lows because when you are energy independent and when you are creating and you've you've got that lower cost for transportation, just one simple thing trans transportation. That one simple facet that is in everyone's fucking life. And then when that's lower, your paycheck means more. Your food is cheaper. Your rent is cheaper. Your energy bill is cheaper. Your water fucking bill is cheaper. But suddenly, out of nowhere, they want to think that if we just cut all that off, everything's going to stay down here. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do the conspiracy dart. December 2019, January of 2020, COVID becomes a pandemic. You don't think that's fucking connected? Well, I don't believe in coincidence, but that sure is awfully convenient. How many, you know, I, I love when people say, I don't believe in coincidences. How many coincidences before it's an established connection? Seriously. I mean, you can go through newspaper article after newspaper article that talks about it. And then all of a sudden they just stop talking about it. They stop talking about shit that, you know, 
questions. Questions authority. They stop. The news media has failed us. They it's been stop. failing for years. Yeah, yeah, well, it is the fourth branch of government. So, You know, what's interesting to me, though, is I, I sit here and I think about it and go, wait. So I, I did a little math. I did a little research. Really, we actually have more oil than Saudi Arabia? Yes. So we could be the ones having all the fucking money. Yep. We could be the Saudis. We yep. could be. Oh, what's the name of that? UAE. What's the name of that? Well, yeah, but I'm trying to think of the name of the city. Dubai. Yeah, we could. Or we could just be independent and tell everybody else to fuck off. Exactly. We could sit here and shut it all off and go, we're good here. Fuck y'all. Do what you want to do. Move along. Nothing to see here. But what do we expect? We are no longer an exporter. We are no longer a producer of shit. We're a consumer. Well, there's only so long you can be a consumer before it fucks you. Yeah. Tell the people that you're pissed off. Yeah. Why would we, why would we move all of our, our manufacturing and production over to China, who we've been in a trade war with since the 19 fucking sixties before that, but the 1960s when it started to pick oh. up. and now we're trade enemies. Hmm. hmm. Because Odin, that just makes so much fucking sense. But then again, when your paycheck is signed by that particular Chinese organization then uh, i guess not really surprised you know what i think i'm gonna steal a line and i can't remember if it was angusall or foxworthy that said it he says i think that politicians should be required on their jackets to wear the emblems of their sponsors just like a nascar driver Fair, i agree I think people would be surprised. And I also think one of the reasons that that will never, ever, ever, ever happen is that you would find out that the left and the right is just a joke. Right. It's a fucking joke. What it is is the intelligent people versus the stupid. It's people that are free thinkers versus the sheep that will fall in line. Because one way or the other, if you're on the left or you're on the right, you're just blindly following whatever your so-called leader or messiah says. You're a fucking sheep. Yep. And the people you're a joke. That, and the people that are in the government know it. Which is why they'll sit here and sign legislation that sounds bad, and then when they get caught, they'll fucking backtrack. That they'll sit here and go, oh, no, you don't understand. Wait, 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 wait. What, about, what about Madison Hawthorne? That is exactly one of the examples that I could use for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm going <laughs> to approve. Tyke in the wheelchair. I'm, I'm going to approve. I'm going to approve the red flag laws for veterans. And then when people find out, I'm going to make a video that says, oh, you don't understand. It's not going to pass. Well, if it's not going to pass, then don't fucking vote for it. Oh, but you just don't understand how politics work. Well, no, I do. I do actually, because politicians have throughout history always served themselves first. I know exactly what, how politics works. I'm going to fuck you to secure my own legacy and my own power. Period. Oh, that sounds familiar. That sounds familiar. Oh, <laughs> let's not get back into that. But think of it this way, though. He just came out again saying that, oh, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to um, open up investigations into the CCP. We're going to open up investigations into Fauci. We're going to confiscate Chinese held properties and in, in, in technology in the United States. I'm like, really? Chinese. You couldn't be bothered. You couldn't be bothered to actually defend a constitutional right. What makes me think you're going to go against the person that pays you? 
right? You're not going to tell me that you read all 5,500 and whatever pages of that bill in a couple of days so that you could vote on it intelligently. You looked at the shit that you thought was important, went, that'll work, that got to have to compromise on that one. Nobody believes you. Nobody How believes you. How many times have I said that? Compromise. Honest, the United States, here. let's put it this way, the United States cannot win a trade war against China. Why? Because we fucking gave them everything and then went, now I want to pick a fight. Bitch, you done already lost. If you gave your arms in a boxing match, you're going to get your ass kicked. <laughs> be like, it'd be like, you know, trading Mike Tyson for oh a featherweight. And be Pee like, Wee okay, Herman. no, uh, I wasn't going to say it that way. Pee Wee Herman. It's the equivalent of trading Mike Tyson for Pee Wee Herman in a fight against Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> A question, question, wouldn't you think, and maybe this is that nationalism that they're talking about, but if you're an American, wouldn't you want to put American interests first? Yes. Okay, so if we're wanting to put American interests first, then why did the Clintons sell uranium rights to Russia, who has been a long-time Cold War enemy of ours? Why did we allow precious metals and everything else to go to China? Why did we shut off our oil when we could actually give OPEC a run for their money? Well, none of this puts America first. Well, why do okay for that for those examples? Simple money, power, influence. Period. For the average American, it's because they want to be seen as a good person. So many people are caught. Okay, up. look. No, no, look. So many people are caught up in the appearance of wanting to look like a good person that they're willing to be a fucking doormat. That they are willing to sit here and be a doormat so that they look like they're a good person. There aren't enough people to stand up and go, I don't give a fuck what you think of me. You're an asshole. You ain't fucking me over. It's my country first. Yes, there is such a thing as American exceptionalism. Yes. You can value your fucking country above other countries, and it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a fucking American citizen. And everybody else can get fucked. But there's not enough people willing to fucking say it. How many times have I said it? It's like, rock the boat. Rock the boat. Say that hard thing. Risk offending or hurting someone. Because for progress, you must make someone unfucking comfortable if they're comfortable, they're complacent. If they're comfortable, they're not going to move. Why would you move? Why would you risk where you are comfortable for a chance at something better? Knowing that it could get worse. No, what you do is you make them uncomfortable. You say it. I may be a little more extreme. I'm not a rock the boat guy. I'm a get out of the boat when you land in the enemy's territory and light that bitch on fire. There is no plan B. If America fails, freedom is lost in this fucking planet for a thousand years. Ronald Reagan was right. We are the last beacon of hope for the world. And if we fail, if we fail, we will usher in a thousand years of darkness. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it won't be a thousand years. It'll never recover. Well, I disagree with a thousand years too, but I'm more the other side. The communist regime lasted 70 years, one generation. 
Generally, what happens, because we've talked about it before, weak men, strong men, good times, bad times analogy. Generally, 70 years is one full generation. Generally, the grandkids of the people who let it fall have been hardened and will resist. But if it is extinguished everywhere, there is no beacon of light. And in that, I will guarantee that it never comes back. But you're forgetting something. What? Come with me down the rabbit hole, Alice. Let's go look through the looking glass. When you have, right now, the reason why communism and socialism has failed is because there are bastions of hope, bastions of freedom, bastions of capitalism. There are, There is something better. But now, if you look at it, look at the whole world right now. Everybody's for the last year and a half to two years has been in fear. Everyone is willing to sacrifice so many rights and freedoms for a sense of security. And they're willing to other anyone who disagrees. Not everybody. They are others. Not everybody. There's so many. There are so many no. of them, though. Think Lit. about it, though. If you go one world order, one world government, we talked about this when we talked about <coughs> digital currency and other things. The fact that we'd be willing at that point, at a certain point, to welcome the UN with open arms when the UN is basically our enemy. Yes. But when there's one world government, one particular style of government that is in charge of the whole world, nowhere is free. And how many people do we know that would just be sheep and would just go along with it? You are correct, but there are people who will fight. And do you want to know who it'll be? It'll be the people who suffered under communism for 70 years. Look at Romania. Romania told the Vax people to pound sand and get the hell out. They stopped requiring the mandate. They stopped requiring the vaccine. The people that suffered under the Iron Curtain. Who is resisting uh, COVID mandates? Who is resisting the one world government? It's the fucking Russian people. Because they understand what comes with the package. They are fighting. The people. Who when did the United States communism, stop being that? When did, when did the United States stop being the bastion of freedom? Because when did we, we lost our fucking balls. When we decided that we wanted to accept the, the, mental, the mental issues of the dumbest among us as normal. When we decided that we couldn't determine if you were a dude or a chick. When we couldn't decide the fact, when we decided that we would accept that everybody's right, that everybody has their own truth, that everybody sits here and their voice needs to be heard, is when we fucked up. Period. Guess what? You ain't that fucking important that your voice needs to be heard. Not above and silencing to all the rest. When we decided that we were going to trade freedom of speech to freedom of screech because you shouldn't be allowed to listen to anybody who doesn't disagree with me. Or to anybody who doesn't agree with me. Yeah, I'm going to say wait. <laughs> that, that, is, that is when we lost our balls. When we are willing to accept that the minority has more say than the majority, when we've decided that we don't want people to listen and that we should develop uh, safe spaces, when we decided that there was a third way to exercise freedom of speech, freedom of speech works like this. If you don't agree with what somebody says, you have two options and only two. But America has embraced a third. The first one is to shut the fuck up. The second one is to beat them in their facts and their opinions and to have a debate with them. The third one that America has adopted is to have that person canceled because it offends your feelings. Fuck your feelings. 
<laughs> when we decided that we were going to let people take the coward's way out and to sit here and tell them that America is so fucking star-spangled great on one side that nobody can touch us, and on the other side, tell them that America is so fucking evil that we, you know, we need to let the same government be in charge to equal everything out, which I don't understand that cognitive dissonance. But when we decided that those two were what we were going to do, that's when we lost our balls. When we don't have the courage to stand behind our convictions, to get punched in the face because we want to say what the fuck we want to say, that we decided that our opinions and our social scores and our feelings were more important than truth and facts is when we lost our balls. You can go back through history as far as you fucking want, but that is the innate problem with the United States right now. I've been good. I have been very good, and I have not used one of my favorite phrases. But <laughs> I must say it. When we decided that pseudo intellectual pablum puking automatons had the right to overrule everyone else, that's what happened. We allowed, we allowed the, the deviant, minority. We, yeah, we the, let, the minority of minorities. Yeah, when we allowed, when we allowed the the minorities of people to dictate not our laws, when we not. Not our laws. When we allowed them to sit here and silence the majority because of fairness and because of feelings, we fucked ourselves. Period. You have You're the either right. right. You have You're the either right. right. Yeah, like, okay, the thing is, like, you have the right. You want to make a difference? Then get out there like Martin Luther King Jr. and say something. Do something. Be that Rosa Parks. Get up. Stand up. Cause problems. Instead, what we have is, well, you should just give in to me because I'm, I'm, I'm persecuted. So many people forget that our country was built by the rabble-rousers and the troublemakers of their time. People who rolled their sleeves up, got their hands dirty, and got shit done. My the Winter Soldier. My, my personal favorite is, our country was founded on people that walked up to a fucking king and flipped him the fucking bird. And said, make me, motherfucker. What happened to that group of people that were like, you know what? You want to put a tax on tea? Okay, we're going to have the world's biggest tea party. We're going to turn the Boston Harbor into the largest fucking teapot. And fuck you. <laughs> it's like, you know, what happened to those people? The ones who signed the end of the Declaration of Independence with we pledge our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. That if you don't like what the fuck I'm doing, make me, bitch. Period. Seriously. Make us. And and the tyranny that is currently in our country right now, and if you don't think it's tyranny, I got some history lessons for you. But listen. Until we decide that we're going to stand as one, and and I, I gotta give it to our current King Biden that... uh. He's doing a better job of uniting people with that let's go Brandon bullshit than I think any other movement. <laughs> but until we stand up as one and change it from let's go Brandon to here's our blood rock. Here's our bloodline. Make us. Cross it. Make us. Put on the mask. Make me. Take the vaccine. Make me. You're going to get fired. Fine. Make me. 
And I get that people have this hard decision and it sounds like somebody from the internet is like, oh, well, you don't know what I'm going through. I get it. I get it. I get it that you feel your situation is unique, but let me fill you in. When they sit here and say that VAs won't, that veterans won't get paid unless they take the vaccine, I lose my house. I lose every ability to make money because I'm a 100% disabled veteran. I'll lose it all. I talked to my wife. Guess what she said? Make us. Fuck them. Make us. You know, what's interesting to me is I think the biggest fear for a lot of these people and the reason why they don't want to make that hard call is as a people, we forgot how to handle our own shit. We forgot. Well, no, think about it. How many people do you know that if they were to be dropped off in the middle of goddamn nowhere, we'll be able to survive? Well, I think it's more than that. They, it's not that they're there that they don't know how to do hard shit. It's, it's worse than that. They don't even want to be fucking uncomfortable. Look at the conversations that we've had. The people who say, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And my question is, have you really thought it through? Have you honestly gone through and, and, and really looked at it? If you have kids, are you willing to die? Like when people say, I'm willing to die for this country. Fine. Or we'll use religion too. Are you willing to die for your faith? Yes. Okay. Are you willing to watch your child die? Are you willing to watch your child die for your faith? Are you willing to watch your child die for a stance? Because that's what's going to happen. Do not. Well, I've said it. I'm not mincing words. Uh, it's I've going said it. Don't make happen. that statement. Like, don't make that fucking statement. And don't act like you're cocksure. Do not make a promise. That you cannot keep because until you're in that situation, until you faced it, you will never know. You can prepare yourself. You can prepare yourself mentally. You can prepare yourself physically. But that is a choice that unless you're faced with it, you will never actually know. You need to figure out right now where your bloodline is. The line in this, the line engraved in stone that says you can go this far but no farther. Because for you to go farther requires my blood. And you, you know what worries think me? Think about what those consequences actually are. Is it when they come for your children? Is it when they try to vaccinate infants? Is it when they sit here and take your children away because you disagree with the government? They're already trying to make it illegal to speak against elected officials. Already. You know, what bothers me? What bothers me is so many people are willing to make that blood rock. They're willing to put that bloodline down, that line in stone. But I don't think they realize that where they've put that mark is too late. Yep. It's too late. Some of these people are only willing to do when it goes to an extreme. I'm like, (laughs) by the time you're at that position, you have two options. Bend over and take it. Or die. Or die on your feet. Yep. You have to make that move. That line has to be before the point of fucking no return. And trust me. I know everybody seems to think that we are just that we're just dramatizing things, that we're blowing it out of proportion. This is not the America I grew up in, and we have a very limited time. We are at that point. Our feet are hanging over the edge. What are you talking about? Everybody talks we're about in the free fall. Slope. We're in a free fall. And the only thing is that there will occasionally on our free fall into a descent of absolute madness. There will be the occasional branch 
And if you don't grab that motherfucker, you're done. We're in a free fall right now. We're in a societal free fall. You have a government that actively talked about going to war with its own people. They're developing technologies that allow them to spray chemicals that can alter your DNA th- from fucking drones. And you're okay with that. You're not, you're not marching on Washington because of that. You're not writing, and I get it. It's scary. They made us out to be the bad guy after January 6th. And it scares a lot of people. Well, how do we know? When do we go? How do we do this? How do we organize? I get it. I do. I really do. I understand and I feel for you. But you're going to lose. And you're going to lose badly by the time that you realize the time to act was fucking 18 months ago. We're at that point. And I made a statement the other day, and I know some people disagreed with me on it. But I made the statement that at this particular point, I don't see a when. All I see is that I will be damned if I live on my knees. I will follow my principles because that's who I am. That's who I've always been. But at this point, unless people wake up, and I'm done trying to wake up sheep on the left. I'm done trying to wake up sheep on the right. I just want to wake up the lions, the watchdogs, the people who actually give a damn. And I want them to realize that if we don't fight now, We'll never, ever recover from this. And it's going to be quickly to a point where it doesn't matter if we fight. When we fight, it'll just be for the principle of the matter. I want to fight, but I want to fight simply for the fact that I believe that the America as we knew it, the American ideal, the American, the experiment is dead. And at this point, we fight to preserve that which means the most to us. Your family, the historical texts. That stuff, because eventually there will be a reckoning, and those that survive will be forced to put back the pieces, and I want to have the information to help so, le- send them on their way. So we're talking about the bloodline, right? The the blood rock. This this far, no further. The buck stops here. You know, in, in Ohio, they're, they're actually using getting the vaccine to give you a lighter sentence, to give you probation instead of actually going to jail or they're mandating you getting the vaccine because apparently you're just not capable of being an adult on your own judges are doing this well the the big thing for the mask i've never been a fan of the masks but i started i thought that america would be done with the masks when new york state decided that they were going to let prisoners out because the covid was so dangerous instead and less of than a week giving, later Instead of just giving them a mask. If masks are so effective, why didn't you just give them a mask? Was it California or was it? No, I think it was two. I think it was one in California and one in Virginia. They let people out in less than a week. They'd already killed again. One guy got out and went and killed the witness against him. It's fucked. Our justice system is fucked. Our health system is fucked. Our education system is fucked. We can't trust anybody in, in, in politics at all because they're all out to serve themselves. So who do you trust? You trust Joe Rogan? No. You trust no? the person oh. who stands next to you. Ah, you mean the one that stands beside me or the one that looks like they're standing beside me and then runs because it got tough? I get it. You got trust issues. <laughs> we all have trust issues. No, there are people. Look. It takes a small amount of pressure and persecution to determine who your friends really are. 
I have said it repeatedly over and over and over again. The persecution, trials, and tribulations do not build character. They reveal it. The first sign of pressure and people will fold. Because that is who they are at heart. They are cowards. They sit here and they are out for themselves. Period. It is those that stand with you in the middles of fire. Which is why military bonds are usually super, super strong. <laughs> but we can't, you can't have that. How many of these people have actually had any kind of difficulty? Well, they, they run when their own infidelity, for lack of a better way of going at it. I mean, they run when it gets tough and they might actually have to suffer themselves. See, it, it comes down to you have people that are willing to sell other people out to save their own skin. Because it's more comfortable that way. Because they don't want to rock the boat. I'm saying rock the goddamn boat. Flip that son of a bitch. Yep. Light it on fire. Be prepared to take a stand. Yes, I got the same thing that you did. And that you are correct. In New York State, as a matter of fact, they have made it in one hospital that if you do not have both doses of the vaccine and you give birth... Your, your wife gives birth. You cannot see or take custody of that child until you are vaccinated. That is how insane we've gotten. Wait, wait. Is that not lo the logical fucking progression of birthing person? You take away the individual nature of it. Uh, it's like in Chicago right now. A Chicago judge just ruled that a mom cannot see her son if she does not get the, yep. the COVID vaccine. Yep. How about this? How about this one? This this was a story I heard the other day that it was uh, a a man is not going to be allowed to get a, a a kidney transplant because him and the donor are unvaccinated. The donor is unvaccinated, is willing to give his kidney to another individual, and they're not going to do it. So much for the Hippocratic Oath. You remember uh, a couple weeks ago, our friend from TikTok, Unpopular Opinion Queen, brought to our attention a local article. And it didn't seem like much at the time, but when you, when you think about it, it was a psychologist, a doctor of psychology, and he made the statement that if you are not vaccinated, if you're not willing to wear a mask, then your insurance should not matter. Your health coverage should not be paid for. You should either be denied any kind of health care or have to foot the entire bill. You remember that? Yep. And But now that's one small area. And then you flip it right back around and realize it is all over the United States. Not only that, we are we have hospitals that are at capacity simply because we have terminated the medical professionals who refuse to get the vaccine. Even though they fought on the front lines the entire time when there wasn't a vaccine, but that was fine. All the essential workers that fought and worked and didn't take the government tit. They didn't stay on unemployment. Look, in my job, I have, I have had several people that I, I, I realized that they were getting paid the same as me while I was working and then plus another $600 because they decided to stay home. I was an essential worker. You have to stay and work, right? Well, where's my bonus? You don't get nothing. As a matter of no. fact, now, now I'm facing me. Then yeah, you get I'm going to be terminated. Yep. 
You know, for the principle of the matter, I don't give a damn if it's FDA approved. I don't give a damn if it's proven. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The one that's FDA approved, that's actually met FDA approval, is not the one that's available in the United States. I know. They lie. But but here's the thing. If Even if it was approved, even if it was proven, I would refuse it on the principle of the matter that it is not the government's right to mandate that I take anything. Yep. It is not my job's prerogative when I work from home for me to wear a mask on a Zoom call. I refuse. It's the stupidest <laughs> thing. I shit you not. It's like idiocracy. I'm holding a training class. I get bitched out because I'm not wearing a mask. I'm like, I'm at home. My closest neighbor's over a thousand feet away. You're lucky I'm wearing clothes. Like, come on. I- I'm going to give you COVID through the computer? Well, if it was so, If it was so deadly, if it was so deadly, let me ask you this. Just, if it was so goddamn deadly, then how come the elites ain't, aren't, aren't getting the vaccine? How come they're not wearing masks? How come they're not required to stay in? How come they can go out to eat? How come they're exempt? It's not rocket science. When you just look and realize that the rich and powerful either say they have it and don't or exempting themselves. And it's the regular people that are getting Look, if it was so deadly, you didn't even have to go to the elites. If it was so deadly, where's the hazmat containers for all of the masks? If it was so deadly, there should be hazard waste materials, you know, containers all on every freaking street corner. If it was so fucking deadly, you couldn't wear a mask that your granny knitted for you. Hey, leave Alyssa Milano out of this. Look, that bitch can suck it. I don't give a damn. But we have reached a particular point of idiocracy. I'm fucking surprised that we haven't started watering our crops with Gatorade. That's next week. Oh. It's it's starting to get fall, so people aren't watering their crops as much anymore. Wait until spring, and they need to water their plants again. Then they'll start using Gatorade because some scientific study will come out that says that the salt is necessary for the growth of <laughs> for for the growth of something or other and the sugars are good for you and you know it's like the it it's like living on a planet that we're in April Fools Day and Groundhog's Day where it's just the same day over oh, no, 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 and no, 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 over no. and over again. It's better. It's better. At the same time we're stuck in the Twilight Zone. I mean, come on. <laughs> we are in I mean, upside down. Yeah, it's like it, nothing makes sense anymore. Logic is not important. It's somebody's feelings. Facts are not important. It's somebody's feelings. I don't I don't understand. When did we No, I do. It's when we started teaching people what to think instead of how to think for themselves. That was our that was our first line into the descent into madness. I got a little earlier back, but it's semantics at this point. Yeah. When we decided that we would listen to the minority of people who have a mental illness or their deviant behavior, that theirs is equal to. 
Pardon me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Maybe I'm just some dumb son of a bitch redneck that doesn't know what he's talking about, and I'm just some racist. But it seems to me, if I remember correctly, with American history in 1776, we decided to tell the minority that was trying to rule over the majority to fuck off. That's why our nation even started. We didn't let one small group tell us what we had to do. To abuse us. But now, it's the flip side. We've come full circle. So, what do you? What do we do about it? I say, we use the Declaration of Independence that was written back then and rewrite it for now. Because it says, in the Declaration of Independence, the very document that started this country, that whenever two peoples cannot reconcile, that it is acceptable for us to split. That it is okay when a government becomes too tyrannical to shake off the chains of its slavery. What can two people do? Oh, fuck it. We have listeners. We can build a movement. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. but that, that's the problem, though. That, that mindset. That I had a point to it. All right. Look, there is method to my madness. All right. What can two people do? Well, if you'll remember correctly, the last time around, it only took 3%, and that was on both sides. It only took 3% of people who gave a damn. Whether or not they were right or wrong, whether or not they were on one side or the other, it took 3% to make a difference. When did Americans forget that? Probably the same time that they forgot that governors have more power than the president. You know we're on a watch list now, right? <laughs> Dude, we have been on a watch list for months, years, some of us decades. I'm not that old. Uh, <laughs> I send my crows it. at you. It's a beautiful set of birds, my friend, but it's it's gotten to the point where it's just utterly ridiculous. Yep. It is. It's it's utter insanity. Well, it, it has gotten to the point where it's so stupid that Facebook has started tagging groups that talk about canning and preserving food as extremists. Because even they know, deep down in their little algorithm black pits where their heart should be, is that people are going to starve this winter because they can't afford food and they can't afford heat. Clothes aren't available. The, 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 the shelves are bare. They know all of this is coming and all of it and what it's going to mean. And it's either going to finish off the country or it's going to unify it and get rid of them. You decide which one they want. You know what scares me the most? We're trying to wake people up, right? Well, what scares me the most is that we wake them up, but... That pendulum swing is so hard, the opposite direction, that it ends up on the other side of the horse that we were talking about. Agreed. There is that possibility. That is why the same people who are crying action now need to sit here and also be the watchers of to make sure it doesn't go that far. People like you and me who have been sounding the alarm that it's time to throw off the chains of government, that it's time to sit here and 
reestablish the American ideal, the American way of life that we knew and that we grew up with that was established in the Constitution and the Declaration are the same ones that sit here and go to the same side that they're on. You can go this far, but no farther. You know, that's what got us in trouble. Think about it. In a lot of regards, that's what got us in trouble because you and I have this fault where we hold our own side to a higher degree of accountability than we hold our enemy. That's true. Yeah, I can see that. We we know who, through through persecution and trials and tribulations, we know who is on our side now. We know who we can count on. And we don't care about sides. We care about ideals. We care about words. We care about historical documents. We care about patriotism. We care about the individual. To the extent that it doesn't matter who is our enemy, if it's the left or the right, because we know that we can count on our friends. Unfortunately, occasionally, when you open yourself up like that, you get screwed. Lesson <laughs> learned. We move on. Fine. We've written you off. You're done. We don't care. Man, we didn't even get to go into my personal favorite rage palace about the sanctity of marriage. Oh, well. Well, we are a little over an hour and 20 minutes into our podcast. So are you are you done raging for right now? I say well, we, we can get back to our regularly scheduled programming. I say we make it a weekly spot because I'm sure something between now and then will piss us <laughs> off. And if not, I have plenty of news articles that are sure to trigger you. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm always angry. <laughs> what are and, you talking about? And, you know, we're getting to that point where I think it's time that we start to need have conversations with people that are just not me and you. I'm looking forward to that, actually. You know, one of the things that I'm I'm actually looking forward to is you and I have never been about clout or reputation or numbers or followers or anything like that. We just want people to have a decent conversation with. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. If if we get people that have one follower or zero followers, I don't care. As long as they're willing to have a conversation. And not an argument, not a debate, just a conversation. Where do you see the country at? What topics are you most passionate about? Because when you find out when what somebody's most passionate about, you learn about their heart, and you sit here and you learn about you know where you can use them in a cause. You know where you know where are they where their blood rock is. Well, because the thing is about about a movement, one person, one ideology cannot cover everything. You have to have multiple people, multiple views. That's why America was so great is we were a melting pot. Yeah. And the problem is we forgot that. And it it is like, you know, going back to the group that this is gonna be the last time I address it unless it needs to be addressed. We had a group and within that group we had another group. And people were offended that they weren't part of that, that we were controlling and manipulating them. Little did they realize that we created that group so that me and you could vent and not just straight up eat people. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't was, think they do. It was where we would go to vent, bounce ideas, crazy ass ideas that would all get us all in trouble uh, on TikTok, right? And that we could vent when we had a bad day. And that person was just the straw that broke the camel's back. And we needed to just scream and rage. Something like this. So that's why we have this. But people were like, how come we were in charge? Trust me. You, that group was not there to <laughs> tell you what you could and couldn't do. That group was so that me and Tear could sit here and just rage and scream and be assholes and not care about anybody's feelings. And... Y'all wanted to be part of it. So listen to our podcast and at least once a week, you're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Unapologetically, uncensored, raw, unscripted, in your face. Don't yeah. give a damn. In your face, fuck it. So, <laughs> well, this is right. definitely going to need an explicit tag because uh, I think there are more F-bombs dropped here than uh, most rappers' albums. <laughs> All right. So with that, I'm Odin. This is Tear. And we will see you on the next episode of Winter's Call. The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.